0: This portion of the Cliff Notes podcast is brought to you by Tolly and Associates, Little Caesars of St. Joseph, John Anderson Insurance, Meyerhofer Funeral Home and Crematory, Miljavik Electric, Musser Construction of Gower, Gray Castler Voice of the Bishop of Blind Golden Eagles and the St. Joseph Mustangs, Brett and Angie Lawson, Travis and Amber DeBoard, Jason and Mary Watkins, Matt and Jenny Busby, Brian and Rebecca Viertaler, Thought Primary Care, Michelle Cook Group, Russell Book and Bookball 365, Beasties and Embroidery, Janelle Glidewell of Lightstar Financial, KT Logistics LLC, Hicks and Klein Funeral Home, James L. Griffin Law Firm of Maysville, Toby Prusman of United County Real Estate, Barnes Roofing in the St. Joseph School District. Thank you guys all for your contribution to the Clifton's Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome everybody to the Cliff Notes Podcast. I am your host, Clifton Girls. We got a big-time show lined up for you here on the August 31st edition of the Post-it Notes, as we are going to have scores from softball, volleyball, MIAA football, and so much more as well. As the week two high school football pregame show. All that is to come here in a few minutes, but let's go ahead and let's recap the game. One of the games that I was at tonight as we were in Savage Country, as the Savannah Savage volleyball team hosted St. Joe Christian in a matchup of two of the area's best teams. And the first couple of sets, it was all St. Joe Christian as Alliance took the first set 25 to 21. As well as taking the second set, twenty-five to eighteen. Now, Savannah stayed alive in the third set. They took a very, very close set, winning twenty-five to twenty-three. But then Savannah started to build momentum in the fourth set. The Savages were able. The Savages were able to force a fifth set, winning the fourth set twenty-five to seventeen. But being down twenty-five to seven, being down fourteen to eleven. In the final set, Savannah was able to come back and win the game. And win the win the set. Winning the fifth set 16 to 15 and ended up winning the game by the final score of three sets to two. Savages are now 2-0 on the season. While St. Joe Christian is one-and-one on the season. We had the opportunity to catch up very quickly right after the game with Savannah volleyball coach Taylor Grubb. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here on the Cliff Dust Podcast live from Savannah High School where the Savannah Savages defeated St. Joe Christian in an early season matchup. Three sets to two, we are here with Savage head coach Taylor Grubb. Coach, incredible comeback from you guys tonight. Just um, describe how you're feeling right now.
1: Very, very glad that my girls overcame uh, very tough circumstances. St. Joe Christian was a great team. And you know what? We have a lot of young players who came up and played very well under pressure. And that's a lot.
0: What'd you say to the what you say to the girls after that second set, being down two sets to none? What was said before that third set? I
1: told them to go out and have fun and enjoy themselves.
0: Then you came out, you know, and then again, you know, on the brink, four, down fourteen to eleven there in that fifth set. Just um, talk about, you know, a couple times here. Early, I know it's early season, but just the um, just the, the courage of your girls just to come back, being down that situation.
1: We've been training mental toughness for the last three weeks because this is the kind of situations that make great volleyball teams, people who can come and win those tough games and overcome several match points. My girls proved that tonight.
0: Coach, thank you so much for joining me here. Congratulations on the big win. Enjoy it, and we'll talk to you again soon. Sounds
1: great.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, Coach Grubb, for joining the podcast. Savages, again, are 2-0 on the season. They will be back in action next Thursday as they travel to Lafayette. Other high school volleyball scores, including how about this win for Bishop LeBlanc tonight as the Golden Eagles knock off two-time defending Nebraska State champion, Fall City Sacred Heart, three sets to one. That game took place at Grace Gymnasium in St. Joseph. Big-time win for Bishop LeBlanc. Benton keeps their undefeated season alive, sweeping Riverside tonight. Three three sets to none. How about East Buck beating Maryville tonight? Three sets to one. Lawson defeating Cameron three sets to one. Chillicothe over Trenton three sets to zero. West Platt also beating Orick three sets to zero. Another three sets to zero matchup as Mid-Buchanan beats Maysville. Nottaway Valley sweeps North Platt three sets to zero. South Holt sweeping North Nottaway three sets to zero. And Rockport over Mound City in four sets. Three sets. To one. High school softball score Central getting their first win under head coach Buzz Verdusco defeating Liberty tonight 12-7. Bishop LeBlanc getting their first win of the season, defeating Cameron tonight, four to three. St. Teresa's and a close game over Benton defeating the Cardinals 12-11. North Platte, how about a big couple weeks for them? Panthers getting a big time win over Lafayette five five to three. Maybe you with a walk-off in the seventh inning, defeating Savannah 4-3. Lawson over Chillicothe 10-1. South Harrison with a shutout 7-0 over Lathrop. Bulldogs have only allowed one run this week. Penny over Lafayette County 9-3. Polo over Gallatin 4-1. King City over North Andrew in a Thriller 4-3. Worth County all over Princeton 11-0. Pattinsburg shuts down Albany ten to nothing in an eleven inning affair. Trenton defeats Maysville six to five. North Harrison over Stanberry nine to three, and Platte Valley over for Osborne twelve to two. Boys soccer scores Central winning the city round robin tonight, defeating Benton five to one. Bishop LeBlanc taking second place, defeating Lafayette. Three to none. How about Maryville in the Barstow tournament defeating Warren'sburg two to one? They will advance to the championship game on Saturday afternoon. Girls tennis score. Savannah sweeps Trenton 9 to nothing. MIAA football kicking off tonight. Missouri Western in a in a shootout tonight over central Missouri. They fall to the mules 45 to 38. Griffins kept it close throughout, but four turnovers ended up hurting the Griffins. In the contest, Northwest Missouri State found themselves down early to Missouri Southern 14 to nothing. Came back with a late touchdown and an interception to edge out Missouri Southern 31 to f- 24 in Joplin. Other MIAA scores, including Fort Fort A. State, shutting out Northeastern State 56 to nothing. Pittsburgh State over Washburn 34 to 7. UCO over Nebraska Kearney 24 to 21. And Emporia State. Over former MIAA member Lincoln 56 to 10. That will do it for your Thursday night scores and recap. Coming up after this quick commercial break, it is the week two high school football pregame show as we preview a couple of the big matchups around in the area, including the Benton Cardinals traveling to Noisefield and across town in a huge city matchup with the Central Indians. Both of those teams looking to move to 2-0 and Savannah and East Buchanan will match up in a rematch of last year's Thriller in Savannah. They will match up at Gower this Friday night. Which team will have the advantage? We will have interviews with all four of the coaches when we come back with the week two pregame show. And, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the episode of the Post it Notes and welcome, everybody, to the week two high school football pregame show as we get you set for week two in Missouri, week one. In Kansas. Let's go ahead and let's start previewing some of the games on the schedule. In the Cliff Notes Podcast City Game of the Week, it is the 1-0 Bitten Cardinals traveling across town to Noise Field to take on the Central Indians, who are also 1-0. Cardinals are coming off a 44-0 victory over Kansas City Northeast, and Corey Bertini's first game as a head coach picked up a victory, but this matchup this matchup might be a little bit tougher than Kansas City Northeast. We had an opportunity earlier this week to catch up with Coach Bertini, and we got his scouting report on the Central Indians.
2: Yeah, well, you know, I think it starts with Coach Trotter. Um, you know, I have the utmost respect for him. I really look at him as more of a, a father figure to me and just a huge role model. Um, but, you know, Coach Trotter's teams are always going to be super sound defensively, and, and, you know, you turn on the film, and it's it's exactly that. You know, they're— flying to the ball um all 11 of them and you know they play super hard and and like I said he's got them coached up really well and then yeah offensively they've got a lot of good skill kids a lot of good players up front and um yeah you know I just I've been challenging our guys all week that you know we just gotta you know do what what the coaches are trusting them to do and um we'll put them in a good position and and just at the
0: end of the day play ball a huge thank you to head coach Corey Bertini for joining me on the podcast earlier this week to offer up his thoughts on the matchup with Central this week. Now the Indians they're also coming to end of the game with a one 0 record, defeating Ruskin 39-13 under a huge night from Gabe Fields, including 15 carries, 242 yards, and four touchdowns in the week one victory over the Eagles. Now the Indians beat Bitten. Last season, so they're going to be looking to start two and zero on the season. Coach Reggie Trotter offered up his thoughts on the week two matchup with the Benton Cardinals.
3: Their uh, their offense starts and ends with Jackson Rich. You know that young man is a good football player. I know he's only, I believe he's just a sophomore, uh, but he's got some. uh, You know he's got some. He's got some heavy shoulders to bear. You know, I mean he's got uh, to put those teams on his back and and be able to, to take those guys as far as he's willing to take them and is able to take him. I think he's a good football player, and we're going to have to be ready for him, you know, be able to throw the football down the football field uh, as well as running the ball. You know, he's really a, a really talented player. So defensively, we better be ready to go, uh, no question about it. Uh You know, defensively uh or offensively for us, uh, they did some good things last week. They had a shutout against Northeast. Uh You know, obviously Northeast doesn't have a talented back like Gabe, but I know they're going to have their defense ready to go and to really make sure they do a good, do a better job and, and stop game.
0: All righty, next matchup on the schedule will be Pleasant Hill, who are 1-0 on the season. They will be traveling on the road to the north side of St. Joseph to visit the Lafayette Fighting Irish. The Roosters coming off a 45-6 victory over Boonville on Friday night, while Lafayette is coming off a very spirited effort Over Kansas City Center, 20-7, the Irish took the loss in that game. They will be looking to rebound in their home opener. Also, the Irish will also be hosting a pink side night on the north side there in honor of the memory of Haley McKinney, who is the mother of um, Irish quarterback Jackson Compton, who passed away last week with her courageous battle. With Brett's cancer. They will also be um, selling shirts that night. They will also be selling, um, they will also be doing a 50 50 raffle as well as selling wristbands throughout the night. Definitely go out there and support and um, thoughts and prayers go out to Jackson and his family um, for the loss of his mother. I had the chance to um, get to know Haley over the years, and um, an amazing young woman got the chance to meet her son. An amazing, uh, yeah, amazing young man, and uh, my thoughts and condolences go out to Jackson and his family. There, so other matchup going on here tonight. How about this next one? How about Savannah, who's one and zero on the season, coming off a thrilling thirty-five to thirty-four win over Portageville in Ozark on Friday night, taking on East Buchanan, coming off a forty-two to eight win over South Harrison. That game took place in Lathrop. We're gonna have thoughts from both coaches. On on the opponent starting now with Savannah head coach Anthony Hayes.
2: Football team, you know, back to back state champs. Has some really talented players returning from the state championship teams. Um, coach Ritter and his staff uh, does an incredible job. So uh, we 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 know this is going to be one of the toughest games on our schedule, um, and so we're excited for that challenge. Uh, it, it's it's going to be a, a great ball game against a really quality opponent, and uh, we have a ton of respect for East Buchanan. I think it's two, you know, heavyweights, you know, two two of the best in the state uh lined up across from each other and and uh you know we we're we're a big fan of Kay Chapelle. He he's done an incredible job in our program and helped us have a lot of success last season. Had four
1: touchdowns
2: uh this this past uh, Friday night. So he just picked up right where he left off and um uh, and, and Trevor Klein, you know, he he is we saw a great back last week out of Portersville. We're going to see another great one. I think, I think he was the offensive player of the year um, in in Class One, and and he certainly will be in the running again this year for Class Two. And and he, he's a great ball player.
0: Huge thank you to Coach Anthony Hayes for joining me to offer up his thoughts on the East Buchanan Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Coming off a 24-19 loss to Savannah a season ago in Savannah. It was actually the only loss on their record on their road to the Class 1 State Championship. This is going to be a tremendous matchup. Both teams with great running backs in Savannah's Cade Chappelle and East Buchanan's Trevor Klein. Both teams also have a great offensive line. Bulldogs returning 4 out of the 5 starters on the offensive line as Savannah returning 3 out of the five, Bulldog coach Dan Ritter offered up his thoughts on this huge matchup with the Savages. Aiden Nektenhofer and Cade Chappelle. I mean,
1: obviously, as far they have guys on defense, which I'll talk about, but as far as their offense goes, it all starts with those two. I mean, this young sophomore quarterback can run the ball. He can obviously uh, do other things as well, like pass, but but he is just a really good play-action type uh, quarterback, he does the read option well, is what I meant to say. He's he's really good. And Kate Chappelle was first team all state class three last year. And uh, we've been challenging our running back Trevor, like hey, or who's going to be the top dog? Uh, Trevor had a pretty good game the last time we played him, but he never really broke out for his big games like he does, and in, in uh, typical games where he has some touchdowns. So. We kind of challenged them, like, this has to be your night, buddy.
0: All right, a th- huge thank you to Head Coach uh, Dan Ritter for joining me on the podcast. Savannah in East Buchanan this Friday night in Gower. That is the Cliff Notes podcast area game of the week. I will be there with photos and post-game coverage on tomorrow night's episode of the Post-it Notes Also on the schedule coming up this week, Maryville looking to rebound from a 41-14 loss to Blair Oaks with another tough non-conference game as they host, as they will go on the road to Harrisonville to take on the Wildcats. Wildcats coming off a loss to class, to former class four and current class five power MICDS last Saturday Maryville and Harrisonville both look to even the record at 1 and 1 on the season. Coach Matt Webb joined me earlier this week to offer up his thoughts on the matchup with the Wildcats.
4: You now Harrisonville played their game on uh, Saturday against MICDS um to uh to start their season over in St. Louis. Uh, you know MICDS is a class 5 school. So um uh, with Harrison being class Harrisonville being class 4 um, you know that's a, a tough opponent for them. They they lost that game, um, but um, you know you look at them and it's a it's a larger school. Uh, you know, really good, uh, well coached team. And Brent Maxwell, um, Brent's done a great job for years and runs a really good program. And um, you know they're very very kind of physical up front. You know on offense and and then they got some talented running backs. Um, that you know when you see him you know against a, a quality opponent, the MICDS. Um, do some really good things. It 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 makes you uh, concerned about what they can do against against us. Um, um, we we've got to really focus on ourselves and make ourselves a lot better this week. Because um, when Harrisonville's on defense, they they like to blitz a lot and. Um, they're big up front. got some very physical linebackers and and that's going to cause some problems and, and, and they'll be ready to go. It'll be their home opener and um, hopefully the temperature this week across Missouri will be better so um, we'll be able to get those games played on time this next Friday.
0: Other matchups on the schedule including Kirksville who's 1-0 on the season. They will be on the road at Chillicothe for the Hornets home opener. Chillicothe coming off a tough 19-16 loss to Marshall in week one. Maybe you can and in- Going on the road, they are 1-0 on the season. Taking on Holden, who's also 1-0 on the season. Uh, the home game for Ben Buchanan was one of the toughest games of their season. Winning by a very narrow margin. Um, Dragons coming off a 50-13 win on, in Week 1 over Midway. Gallatin, who's 0-1 on the season, taking on Penny. That's one of the big matchups in the Grand River Conference. Gallatin suffered a 22-6 setback against North Platte, while Penny... Ran into a bus saw in class two power Lafayette County. Also, tonight, that Lafayette County team they're also in action this Friday night. They are on the road at Lawson. Cardinals are coming off a 47 to 7 loss to Oak Grove last week. How about this matchup here? Um, big interconference matchup here as the Grand River Conference is Trenton who's one and zero on the season. will travel on the road. To Lathrop, who's 1-0 on the season. Trenton coming off a win over Brookfield. Lathrop coming off a 24-8 win over Lexington in Week 1. South Arizona against West Platt. That game will take place in Weston. Bulldogs coming off a drubbing at the hands of East Buchanan. While West Platt got shut out on the road at Polo. Those two games happened in Week 1. Speaking of Polo, they are 1-0. They will be on the road at Lexington. Again, Lexington coming off a loss to Lathrop. Kansas play starts this week here as Troy receiving votes in the Class 2A poll. They are going to be on the road at Waubonsee for that matchup there. Riverside also opens up their season They are at Jefferson West. Oskaloosa is on the road at Mar Hill. And Atchison is on the road at Ottawa. A-man football games going on this week. How about St. Christian getting a season opening win for the first time in several years, defeating DeKalb last week. 54 to 12. They're going to be looking to build momentum off that victory as they go on the road to Stuartsville Osborne for a game with the wild cards. Wild cards coming off a 70 to 24 loss to Albany a week ago. Princeton um, coming off a shootout against South Holt last week, 58 to 50. They're going to be rebound. They're going to try to rebound against the number two team in eight-man football in Platte Valley. The the Jefferson South Dotaway North Dotaway co op coming off a 34 to 30, 34 to 31 win over a previous number one ranked Worth County. And they were also named our Cliff Notes Podcast Football Team of the Week. Platte Valley will be looking to run their record to 2 and 0 on the season. Worth County looking to rebound off that game against Platte Valley. They are on the road at Mount City. Mount City coming off a loss to Stanberry. Albany on the road at East Atchison, one of the top um, Grand River Conference Highway 275 crossover games this week. This year is year one of two in that agreement. King City 0-1. Um, They lost last week to East Atchison 54-6. They are on the road this week at Nottaway Valley. Nottaway Valley. How about a big-time win for Nottaway Valley last week, defeating the defending state champion North Andrew 32-8 last week there in Rosendale. Pattensburg, uh, these are two teams that could put some points on the board. Pattensburg at South Holt. Panthers uh, defeating Rockport last Saturday 54-46. to South Holt again defeating Princeton 58-50. to This might actually be the first one to 60 points, might very well win the game. That is expected to be a nice shootout there in Oregon. Stanbury, Coming off that win against Mound City, they are going to be looking to go 2-0 on the season. They, they are on the road at Rockport, who got beat by Pattonsburg in Week 1. North Andrew 0-1 on the season. They are going to be on the road at the who's 0-1. And then in the 8-man Kansas game this week, Donovan West opens up their season at Washington County. couple Saturday games in 8-man football this week. Bishop Mablanda... Um, how about their big-time win for LeBlanc, 48-32 to over North Shelby. Back in week one, they're going to be on the road at Skylar County. That game is Saturday at noon. Also at noon on Saturday, Plattsburgh looking to go 2-0 on the season after defeating Maysville, 78-70 to in an eight-man football game, first for the Wolverines there. So Maysville agreed to play an eight-man football game to have a game on their schedule. Plattsburgh will actually be playing a legitimate eight-man football team in Knox County this week. Knox County is opening up their season. That game is at noon, also on Saturday at Knox County. That will do it for tom- tonight's edition of the week two pregame show. We will be back with coverage from Savannah and East Buchanan on tomorrow night's edition of the post-it notes as well as photos. want to also thank... Um, I also want to thank Benton Coach Corey Bertini, Central Coach Reggie Trotter, Savannah Coach Anthony Hayes, East Buchanan Coach Dan Ritter, and Maryville Coach Matt Webb for joining me this week on the pregame show. Good luck to everybody on their games this week. Stay cool. It's expected to be a very, very competitive Friday night. Looking forward to seeing all the scores and how they turn out. And we will be back with you tomorrow night for our Friday night edition of the Post-it Notes.